0: Some shoes down the street from their uncle. Robert, Stop it. Y'all what? quit playing. Quit playing. Ain't
1: playing bro. I
0: didn't do this Wh- stuff. Okay. This is not me. y'all. Come on. Who, I'm who for is Who is it? Life.
1: You got cancer now, bro?
0: Y'all killing me with this.
1: First of all, I ain't doing nothing. You need to lower your, low your tone. Lower your
0: tone. Hey,
1: Predator, look at me. Can you come get your boy? Y'all trying to kill me? Ain't nobody. I'm not doing nothing. You're
0: killing me, man. man. <laughs> this ain't not about music. Of course, that's okay, why have we got you. With my kids, well, you I could if you it.
1: wouldn't have a relationship with anybody else's kids, Rob.
0: Y'all just don't want to believe the truth.
1: But you don't sit down,
0: believe bro. it. Sit down,
2: bro. At this point, we briefly pause the interview to give Kelly a moment. His publicist helped calm him down.
0: This is that doesn't even make sense. Kind of do. Why would I hold all these women? Cause you like young bitches, bro. Their mothers and fathers told me. We're gonna destroy your career. But uh, Kelly's emotions remained raw. It's real girls out there missing. Mm. It's real young Finally girls breaking. out there being abducted. Tell us, Tell us being more raped. about it. Okay? Uh-huh. They really are uh-huh. on chains. Uh-huh. They really do uh-huh. have chains wow. on their, uh, on them their wrists and they can't get out. They're ending up Where Robert are you keeping them Where are they, are you keeping I came them here robbed? for them to hear me okay, talk. But I need it? help. What kind of help? This oh. is the kind of help I need. What kind of help you need, bro? I need somebody to help me not have a big heart. Because <laughs> my heart is so big. People betray me. Oh, because you're a, and a nice person, bro. Them. Unless you sound like a little dirty ass motherfucker. <laughs> yeah.
3: I know they mad. They can't stop. <laughs> number one soundtrack in the world Black Gold. Even <laughs> the number one movie. It we was making records. Making, making the whole thing. Wow. Sound the soundtrack. I <laughs> told y'all. To make the number one I told y'all.
2: This
1: is the I'm Kind of Famous Podcast. I'm your host, Lester Rowe. New week, new episode, episode 85 of the I'm Kind of Famous Podcast. K-I-N-D A Famous Pod po the official website, or you go to Facebook.com slash kind of famous pod. That's why, you know, that's why I'm active. You wanna see the funny memes? Videos, music, anything that I'm thinking about to talk about on the Facebook page. That's where the activity is happening. Some video content there as well. Uh, on Twitter, man, your boy out here twit- tweeting, tweeting now. Row is Rowe is famous. R o w e is, famous. I'm acting up over there too. Hey, check this out. I'm a little sick. No, fuck a little sick. Um, hold on. We're gonna get back to that. Uh, get them clean ass people collectors cosmic culture, uh, t-shirts. We're giving up. We're selling those for fifteen bucks. Um arrowfilms.com slash buy now or if you go to kind of famous podcast uh there's a merch section and it'll get you over there uh, kind of famous podcast on facebook um sorry kind of famous pod facebook.com slash kind of famous pod go to the shop section and and you can buy them there too so you can see what we got uh arrow films my personal website from the ground up groundupict.com. The official web series, uh, local web series based on the Wichita music scene and the artists that helped influence and create it. Uh, we just dropped YBM Smooth episode, did great numbers. Um, Plan Views episode is coming up real soon. Actually, I do it like this: Thursday. So what I'm gonna do? This is the plan. I'm just gonna drop the bitch and 20, say twenty four hours. This shit about to drop, and uh. That be it, you know what I mean? I'm going to do a little different this time. Uh, I was recently on, damn, is that it? I think that's it. GroundUpICT.com, fa- Facebook.com, slash Kind of Famous Pod, Facebook, Kind of Famous Pod, uh, Arrow Films. So you can probably tell I'm a little low, so I'm sick as shit right now. but I got to get you all this uh, this episode. Uh, I got a lot of topics that I was, man, I was looking forward to hitting these. And um so I'm gonna give it my best because a lot of shit transpired this week that uh I'm so happy to talk about. But first I was on a point the point proven podcast. I shared that on the Facebook page. Point proven podcast, a local podcast by uh Rello and uh Forex. Um, you know, we chopped it up real good. Real good episode, you know. We killed it, or you know, I killed it uh, as per usual. See, here is the thing, man. When I go on the shows, the other people's shows, I know, I know what I want when I have people on. I want entertainment, I want engagement, um, and a lot of extra. So when I go on someone else's show, I try to do the same. Um, Stirred up a little controversy. Honestly, the controversy was by accident. Um, you know, uh it's then you know creating this web series i've been feeling a certain way about several things that i see happen in this city and um
2: and this was kind of like the first time that i uh spoke
1: uh yeah kind of spoke on some of these topics like fake numbers and um fake numbers from videos and engagement and all these sort of things that uh um artists should be aware of and how they move in this game in this industry the music industry because it's so much different now and i think a lot of old ways like if you're not current if you're not staying hip to how shit is moving you'll do old shit thinking it's new shit or current shit it's always important to go where things are going and not where it's at And I think a lot of artists don't see or know that. And so, um, some of the debates you know, good, healthy debates. I don't know how anybody else took it. It's just debate for me. This shit I do. I do this shit normally. So, um, we had some decent debates, uh, about local shit, about the music, about, uh, the, some of the, many of the local artists, the fuck just
2: happened. Hold on. Oh, yo, yo, yo. All right. So I pulled the fucking headphone out. Um,
1: yeah so uh it we got into that, we talked about you know the incident uh that we had with the one rapper who just uh he's he's annoying, but you know me and Carla had the conversation about like just not addressing Cass no more, and like I'm a petty dude, I don't have a problem with jumping into like niggas who trying to bring energy, but you know it comes a time where you start to recognize like they doing this because like this is you know is giving them attention and we're the hottest thing going right now or one of the hottest things going right now and so they're gonna come out to us because it's gonna help them so um unless it's very needed i just decided I'm, I'm
2: i'm not gonna engage in too much i'll still be vocal still be vocal about some things but i won't uh, i won't uh, Engaging in a
1: nonsense Because those numbers hurt a lot of feelings When I was talking about numbers and being dope and all this shit But um The promoters had some issues See what's crazy is The response I got happened on both ends Like I had, I had cats like yo What you said is some real shit Um you the first person I heard speak on these things And I've always thought there was a problem And then the other side like you a hater You Who who you think you are for speaking on Local shit And who I think I am if you listen to the whole episode I, I tell you who I am I tell you exactly why I have this position what what I've done I mean and I don't even go deep into it but I gave you enough to let you know like yo you might want to listen to a nigga like me um because I come from a different perspective I come from a different place and, and I've been in this shit so it is what it is but uh anyway man your boy's sick as fuck man um, I just got back to the doc, from the doctor's office. And uh, your boy got the good old influenza. The good old influenza. This is funny. Uh, went in there. They uh, later had to stick some shit up my nose. Um, they tested for the flu, right? So she put the shit in her nose. She said, this is, no one likes this. I'm like, no shit. Like, you're putting shit in my nose. And uh, uh, so she put it on the thing. She put it in a little container. She closed the container. She go sit down. And she go, boop. She said, oh, yeah, you got you got, you got, got it. You got it. She say, when they respond that fast, that mean you got it. Because the time was like 15 minutes. I guess the test is like a 15-minute test. And like two minutes in, shit, you got it. So treating your boy for the influenza, which uh, was crazy because uh, she said, you're going to take this. Uh, flu, called thermoflu thermoflu Term- tamoflu gave me the tamoflu and uh, it's funny cause I remember like that episode call- it was called catch cancer whatever the fuck number it is but she said that her doctor told her the tamoflu don't work so I said uh, you give me the tamoflu you sure that shit work she go oh no, no 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 this is not a cure This is going to shorten it, but you got the flu. (laughs) You going to give that shit to somebody. And she's like, "Um, well, so what we need you to do is go from here and go right home. Um, Take this. Um, I want you to get some NyQuil. I want you to get some uh, possibly some Robitussin because uh, I have a feeling that you're going to be coughing here shortly. Um, And uh, get you some ibuprofen. And um but you're contagious and we just wanna make sure you get right home. Alright? So I, I didn't go right home. Cause it's like once you out and about and the motherfucker tell you stay at the crib, all right, well let me take care of all the shit. I need to take care of and shit. Don't have me you know what I mean? Don't have me just out here. So I took a bunch I took care of a bunch of shit, I need to take her. Once I finish this, I'm laying my ass the fuck down. Because you could probably hear I sound like shit. And um, try my best, man. I haven't took the pill yet. I got my good Powerade. Good electrolytes. Get that shit booming. I fuck with applesauce. He- uh, applesauce heavy. So I got like two jugs of fucking applesauce. About to body that shit.
2: And um, we're going to hope for the best, man. Let's get into this motherfucking episode. Um, So... Where do we
1: start, man? Where do we start? I got a list like a motherfucker. So shit, let's do this. Um, So the Jordan Woods episode came out. Uh, or the interview
2: at the Red Table with um, Jada Peek. That came out. And, um. Oh shit. Things are developing.
1: Um. Yeah, uh, so the Jordan Woods shit came out, and I don't care what nobody say, she fucked that nigga. Now, did she fuck him that night? Probably not. Probably not. I'm not going to spend a long time on this shit, because I don't really give a fuck. I don't keep up with the Kardashians, but you kind of had to, because this is a smart thing Jordan did. Jordan went to the Smiths. The Smiths, Will Smith, Will and Jada Smith
2: (coughs) are beloved. They're beloved. And
1: that's a safe place. The Kardashians cannot take down the Smiths. At all. So it wasn't gonna happen. But she sat there. What what thought me about Jordan, ah fuck my legs hurt. Is she was the most innocent person you could ever hear talking. But you get everything when you know how females act out here. Every female I ask, I, I, I say, yeah, she did that shit. They'll go, I don't think she did. I'm like, why not? I, I just don't think she did. Man, so many fucking telltale signs that she fucked this nigga, man, or has fucked him in the past. So you kicking it with the homegirls, and they, like, they just go, to, they, they say, yeah, we're going to go to a crib, and you like, cool. And then later you find out it's Trisha. You get there and find out, oh, this is Trishin crib. Like, no, no, nobody just go. Ain't nobody getting in the car with nobody and not saying, where we going? Gotta figure that shit out. She's like, yeah, you know, it's just the L.A. lifestyle. Look, man, the L.A. lifestyle tell me you're going to be out here fucking some athletes. I'm just saying. And really, the degrees of separation is good enough that she could do it, really, and, not, and it not be a problem. Because it, her best friend is Kylie or one of them. And then that's Kylie's sister. Like, that's degrees of separation enough that I'm like, ain't, right, you know, something happened. I'm gonna tell you this. Was, if I'm to believe her story, you know how bold Trishan is. But fuck it, back up. She's like, I got my legs draped over him. Man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yo, there's no situation I can think of where a
2: chick who's trying to stay out of trouble gonna have her legs <coughs> 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 excuse me huh. damn gonna have her legs <coughs> on top of her best friend's fiance's
1: just on the on the casual that's gonna look away I don't care how you fucking form that shit but it wasn't a lap dance. But she can see how people would think that. Now, if your leg's on top of somebody's legs, I ain't necessarily going to see that as a lap dance. I digress. Um, But the bold part, this nigga Tristan went in for a kiss on the lips, and then she was like,
2: I can't believe that just happened. And left. Yeah, because this bold ass NBA star who know who you are,
1: Know who you related to. Just make this risk just on the casual. I right, bet. Well, unless, unless Tristan just don't give a fuck. Tristan been trying to get away from her. Now, here you Fast forward. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Fast forward. I was, I was talking to Carla about this, and I said, you know what? Let me look at I didn't know how many seasons Keeping Up with Kardashian had. So I went and looked it up. When I looked it up, something interesting something interesting came up the season premiere of season 15 or 16 of Keeping Up with the Kardashians is like March 23rd how about a great scandal how about a great moment of controversy to kick off approximately a month before the season starts even though they say it's not because if you think about it, it's kind of trivial. It's kind of trivial how everything got, came out. And the stories all around are just so loose. So my conspiracy is this, is, this is still stuff for the show. You know, if the season was coming out in June, I'd I feel different. But because it's coming out at the end of the month, yeah, fuck out of here. Let's
2: move on. Uh, Future. Future. banning plus-size girls from the fucking party. Let's see. Let me find this out. Um. Damn, I had it and it's gone. I gotta find a story, but the short of it is Future is banned girls from the club um and i see you know i, I don't know why you would do that because here's the thing as a
1: as a i guess in your future you can do that well i don't know if you can do it
2: but the whole point is for um is for um what am i
1: trying to say Clubs that make revenue make money. You need as many people in that bitch as possible so they can bring you back out and justify paying you. Now, it's future. People going to always come for future. But you also don't want to, you know, get in on this deal. Uh, it says here on Complex, on Thursday night, plus size model, Naomi Kapu, <laughs> I went to Instagram, <clears throat> I went to Instagram claiming she was denied entry into Miami's nightclub because future wouldn't allow fatties she says so just got news that this is true that future said no fatties in the club and he has all the right to do so kaput told her followers without naming the venue i'm just trying to understand really why this is like why is this a thing i don't want to talk like this woman why is he allowed to put rules in place the discrimination is insane she continued and it's not that I wanted to see future personally because I don't give a damn about no fucking rappers, big cap. But it's the fact that this is a thing in twenty nineteen where we can say no fat is at on, no fat is on the club. Um, yeah, the larger point, true. Yeah, you shouldn't be you shouldn't you shouldn't be able to de- discriminate off nothing. You know, you can't. You know, that's up to the club, right? The club can have their own policies that they want to adhere to, but the artists. I think the artist. It behooves the artist to stay away from that kind of shit. To stay away from that kind, because of, you find out what the policies of the club is before you even book it, and because you gotta you gotta make sure that it's safety, um, and it's not a hostile environment for you, and it's just a good venue for you to perform it, so you can put on the best show possible. But um, short of that, I don't. I I agree, and uh. Future responded to this, and he said, uh, uh, "Very kept it very simple. Uh, stop capping on my name. I love all women. That's a lie. Nigga gotta say that shit now. All women, my nigga. All women. <coughs> Man, this is gonna fuck around be a short episode. But he don't like all women, so." fam i'm be running through these goddamn topics man i can't even think i can't even come up with concise ass fucking
2: um arguments of anything and she said i got like four more days of this shit Ugh.
1: all right man let's i don't i don't really give not really good fuck about that but future got you shouldn't do, the my point is don't you can't discriminate from people coming to the club you got to figure out what the policies of the club is if you rock with that shit or not, if not, don't book it. If you do, cool,
2: and keep it moving. Uh, I am going to jump into the Kanye. I'll tell you right now. It's two people I did not want to keep talking about this year. One of them, one of them,
1: is uh r kelly and the other one is kanye i'm so sick of
2: talking about these motherfuckers and the um so we're gonna do kanye kanye can't retire according
1: to his contract he can't re- his, his his recording contract or emi um which is interesting well no it's not here's the fucking thing back to music and i'm i gotta i gotta pull back this music here but uh the thing about uh his contract or his situation is like yo people the amount of artists that scream independent independent is crazy because at the end of the day independent means that you have the capital the 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 resources to go out there and book your own shows do your own studio time do everything and do that shit on the highest level um possible you know um uh and we're not talking distribution deals we're just talking about you know um because distribution can come with that you know you need someone to help get the shit out but here's the thing with kanye is that kanye clearly has always
2: felt like he was the greatest to ever do anything <coughs> and his situation is that of he's trying to
1: I, you, what I think Kanye is trying to do is what is Wayne this way? Wayne or Drake? I'm trying to think. If you think about Drake at this junction of his life, there's no reason for him to um, there's no reason for him to have a deal like a record deal. He can, this game is so independent in terms of streaming. Um, and when you're the, as big as he is, you can almost get away with funneling money directly to you. Now, the thing is that's insurance policies that go with that, right? So if you're an artist who don't move the way, well, so, no, let me back up. So it behooves Drake to be in a deal because you get a lot of front end. So it's people investing and just hoping that you can make it back. And you give them an estimate of what this show costs, and it's like, boom, we are gonna pay for this show because we know the ticket revenue is gonna be crazy. And then we can still pay you however millions of dollars that your time is worth. Kanye is in a situation where the way he moves, he moves like that. with Because if you think about it, if he was to drop all these deals that he has, he could probably move in his fashion. Now, it's remained to be seen because he, um, he has so many controversies. I'm, I wonder how much for him to spend how much he would spend versus how much he would make back, like percentage wise? Cause you spend hundred dollars, you know, is it worth only making hundred and one dollars when you can have someone else invest in making it happen, do all the promo, do all the campaigning, and then you know, do your fucking shit. Um, so I'm kind of curious of what happens. I'm kind of, cu- I'm really curious to see how. Is, has he been manipulating his artists the way he's been manipulated? And if that comes out, that's scary. Because you got some phenomenal artists like uh, Tiana <coughs> Tiana Taylor. Pusher, but Pusher is in the business, is in the office. Um, Nas. And so many others that when they see that, oh, you have been fucking us over to benefit you. I wonder how they will respond because you should respond to that. If you're an artist and this guy who, who, who treats the world like he's a god and even musicians see him as this great being, like that's interesting because you got to respond to that. This is not like Jimmy Iovine who's not an artist. He's purely from a business standpoint. Tom Kanye West who is an artist, who understands the marketing, who understands the music, who, works, who understands recording promotion everything that goes with making a, a project or a song or anything successful and he says I'm gonna go fuck these artists over
2: to help my situation once he learned about it so that's interesting one second gotta take a little something cause my, my shit fucking up on me mm. alright here we are we in this thing But it says he can't retire.
1: And for a company to say you can't retire, it's kind of like setting a deal. If you're in the league, you set a deal, you sign a contract. They're like, yo, we we just paid you $100 million, bro. You gonna play, I mean, or breach a contract. And that's what the you can't retire thing is, is like, yo, I assume that they gave him a substantial amount of money for him not to, like, to say, yo, we got to make this money back. We gave you plenty of money. We got to get this money back. So we'll see how that plays out. Mom, I won't talk about him no more.
2: Um <coughs> oh, Man. My bad, man. Don't nobody want to hear that shit. My bad. Um,
1: damn, I wrote this shit out and forgot. Travis Scott allegedly treated, cheated on uh,
2: his chick. So, I, thank you, Alexa. Jeez. I say fucking Travis Scott. Um, He cheated on uh, Kylie.
1: One or two, whoever he with. Another thing. Also interesting for the season of Keeping Up Kardashians that I will not be watching
2: because I don't keep up. Now, now we at the we at the. I got two pieces, man. What we gonna do, man? We can do R. Kelly or we can do Michael Jackson. Let's see, man. How much time? How much time I got to keep talking to y'all? Let's see what we got. Ooh. I got a pretty
1: penny there got a pretty penny there we're gonna we're gonna try to make that out fuck it let's do r kelly so ah oh so you got the uh lifetime show or bt whichever one it was um here we got r kelly all right here we go i'm ready R. Kelly just did a uh interview with Gail King, Oprah's best friend, uh for CBS, I believe. And uh man, that shit was uh it got a lot of energy. You might have heard on the top top of the show. I uh we did a little parody on the R. Kelly thing. And um uh, the internet been chewing, been enjoying it because that's what we do. That's un, that's one thing, man. We love a good dragon. But watching the R Kelly, you know, watching that interview makes you think about how much you have to die with a lie, you know, like all he did, he didn't never really put an argument together for why these things aren't true. He just came up with situations to make it, to cast doubt on what's being said. Coming from that era where we saw that original shit come out, it's like, yo, it's kind of been that long thing, like, yo, he, yeah, we know. That's what R. Kelly do. You know what I mean? That's his shit. So, many, he never came out to say anything. It's almost like getting away with murder. Um, in his case getting away with rape um child pornography uh, um, sexual abuse kidnapping things like this and he got indicted or not indicted but he got arrested in Chicago he was bailed out some woman paid his bail because he allegedly was broke now when these rappers and artists and entertainers say they broke I, I'm nothing you got several accounts. You can put things in the States. These are the ways that you keep your finances relatively low for tax reasons. So I'm never, I'm always going to be nothing on that kind of shit. But fast forward, Gail King, Um, phenomenal interview, you know, very short interview, but phenomenal interview. I, I hope that they released the whole thing, the raw version of it because Gail sat there as a woman and grilled r kelly shout out to her he was acting up too boy like she kept up composure the whole time and one thing that i appreciate because it's kind of the approach that i take you sometimes you got to ask difficult questions and sit in that pocket and hope you don't get smacked you know what i mean i ask some difficult questions sometimes and make some challenges and i hope i don't get smacked but you have to be effective in your interview so here's a clip of uh gail asking r kelly uh about the underage women it was crazy he said no to a question before it was even done anyway here you go
0: have you ever had sex with anyone under the age of 17 no never no I have to tell you, it's so hard to believe that based on all that there's, we've read. I'm gonna tell you something, There's one what the women said about you. What women said about me. What women so nobody's allowed to be mad at me and be yeah. scorned and, and lie on me. Mm-hmm. So they're lying on you. That's your explanation. They're lying on you. Absolutely. absolutely you feel that people have maligned your character I have been
1: this nigga r kelly got the beijing in his hair
0: i have been buried alive
1: but i'm alive so i think so like that for instance when he goes she asks so all these people lying on you he's like so no one gets to be scorned, right no one when you have so many people riding against it and and what's funny is Every argument I'm going to make for why he did it, I'm a, I'm, f- I'm about to be a hypocrite when I jump on this Michael Jackson shit. So we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Leaving Neverland. So watch it. But R. Kelly does a lot of this throughout this interview with Gail. And then he explodes. And one thing that I notice with interviews, one thing that I will do in an interview sometimes It's like, as long as you keep stepping on the interviewer, you dictate the terms of the interview. As long as you step on the interview, you dictate the terms of the interview. So. If the line of questioning is either going somewhere, you don't care for it to go or it's not exciting or like for me, it's most of the time is because, look, stop asking me biographical shit. Let's get into the shit. And so I will talk over some shit just so we can get to the juice. Let's get to the juice. I'm ready to talk shit. I'm ready to, you know, have a, I'm, I'm ready to create a, create a moment. R. Kelly was there and ready to create a moment. And he knew he had to because he got arrested. And it's not looking good. And for everything that's going on, I believe he knows this isn't going to be good. Here's another moment.
0: I think the point you're making is and and correct me if i'm wrong i'm I, how stupid would it never help r kelly with all now, I hold on do, here we go be a monster and hold girls against their will chain them up in my basement and and don't let them eat and don't let them out unless they need some shoes down the street from their uncle Robert, stop it y'all Robert, quit playing quit playing Robert. i didn't do this stuff this is not me I, i'm fighting for my life Y'all killing me with this. Shit. I gave y'all 30 years of my career.
2: Robert. 30
0: years of my career. Y'all trying to kill me. you killing me, man. This thing's not about music. I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids, and I can't do it. Y'all just don't want to believe the truth.
1: So, he created a moment. This moment that he made right now is viral. It's crazy. And now it puts it puts people in a position. This emotional outburst. Do I believe it or do I not believe it? That's the interesting part about being good. A good interviewer. It's not projecting your feelings onto the audience or the watcher or the viewer or the listener. It's making your subject do it. And that's what just happened. And he had, he knew, he he went in there knowing he had to. At some point, he knew he had to cry. He had to put some emotion. I don't doubt that his PR rep didn't know that that was going to happen. Like, it's so many things about this that it's telling about the moment. He didn't have any tears. But he was enraged he was enraged his voice never even cracked to let you know if it was something real there (laughs) oh kelly uh he he's a different kind of person he's a different kind of person um this is going to be interesting i think this is going to be another one of those big cases uh if he goes to trial I'm pretty sure he's going to work very hard to keep cameras out of the courtroom. Um, I don't see how he wouldn't be regarded as a flight risk. Now, I did just read that he's arrested again for back child support. So um, he's back in jail. I don't think you can get out on that. Um, I'm not positive. So they're going to do everything in their power to keep him confined on house arrest and not being a flight risk. And it's all these reports about him being broke, can't pay for this or that. So we'll see. We'll see where all this mystery money starts coming from. All right. uh, Where, where are we at? All right. You know, again, because I said your, bo- your boy's sick, I wanted to give this dope-ass episode Hey, last week, go check out last week's episode, Situation ship. That was a live event we did. Coming up real soon, we'll be doing a lot another live recording at the sneaker convention. Um I got so uh is it well I I think we are. I think we are. So don't hold me to that. We'll see. Um uh, sometimes you you know what I mean, you start working things out with people. This honestly, this is why I want to announce a lot of shit. It's because shit be playing and then people be playing. And I don't be having time for that kind of shit a different kind of deal so I'm not a last minute person let's get me the shit like, give me the stuff we need to get so we can get going you know what I'm saying operate how you want people to operate with you uh, so let's do what else uh, I got so uh UFC coming in this weekend that really don't matter to me tomorrow actually Saturday um, I think that's it think that's it i got a lot of artists mad at me right now it's kind of entertaining they're mad because of the truth well not even the truth they mad at what they don't know and i get it i get it if you don't know you been lied to you don't know you're getting fucked over now you have to deal with the fact that you're getting fucked over um so it is what it is all right let's go ahead and let's get to the grit Need oh you know what's crazy? It's like I try to uh I put out clips of the show every week. And the hard shit be sometimes um reading these pills. The hard shit be like picking a, a good enough topic to make shit, you know, create a buzz between r kelly well i'm sick now so i think everything sounds like shit now <clears throat> but the michael jackson shit <clears throat> leaving neverland you know i've i put this i i went into this afraid honestly i went into watching leaving neverland afraid because i'm not i love michael jackson and his music and the, the because of my love for music how i love it we're talking some of the most perfect musical compositions i've ever heard some of the most beautiful vocals and and sound delivery and, and song structure and that would be hard for me to give up and the thing about michael jackson is i think you know, what I'm learning is like you have people who was with shit at a certain time and then fast forward. We're in a much more sensitive time. So. It's like people are trying to correct wrongs for a different generation when that generation may not necessarily understand. The moments or has the historical context. They just go, oh, this person is disgusting. We got to get rid of them. And watching Leave in Neverland, I watched it last night, actually. And, um... Um... Damn. Uh... Fuck. Something just happened... Um. Damn. Yeah, watching Leaving in Neverland last night, I love it. I was just like, because I was up. You know what I mean? Had cold chills, sweats, all this shit. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to watch this shit because I can't go to sleep. And watching this, one thing about these guys is I personally believe... See, the thing about how I interview, going back to R. Kelly thing, is like you got to learn how to read body language. You got to know how to read the energy of the subjects. And reading the energy, it was like they still fond over Michael Jackson. And the way that they fond over him is quite different than the R. Kelly joint. Because R. Kelly is, you know, he's a top guy too. He's equally as an amazing entertainer. Great music. But those women look like something happened. They look like things were inappropriate. These guys look like they were hurt by something. Like they were scorned by something. Like something happened that they thought, you know, they should. Be a part, I don't know. Um, leaving Neverland, you know, I didn't even say this. My, my presenter, I'm not a presenter today, people, but leaving Neverland is a documentary, two part documentary, two hours of pop on HBO, uh, about uh, two guys who allegedly was raped and molested by Michael Jackson. And uh, oh, that's what I was saying. So that's what that's about. So that's what I was saying. Michael Jackson is always. You won't come across anyone, anyone in America or in the world who don't think Michael Jackson and don't think he's a weirdo, who don't think something strange is about him, who, you know, when you're a savant, because Mike definitely has had a mental disorder, but when you're a savant and you come into this, this business, the way he came into it as the greatest, you know what I mean, performer of all time, uh, as a kid, I think there's things that happen or don't happen that you compensate for. So with Mike, I personally believe he has some sort of regressed uh, autism or something like that where he does feel like a kid um i say that at the same time he has some of the most amazing music where he is woke like michael jackson's one of the woke, most woke human beings um music just deep uh motherfucker Billie jean child ain't mine i mean you don't get no deeper than that but <clears throat> going into like leaving neverland i was nervous but watching how they fond over Mike, it was like y'all not mad at Mike. Y'all mad at something else. Um, these two guys defended Mike for a long time. Here's the shit. Um, there may be something there in Mike's background or whatever where he could have possibly been fucking with little kids. Um, this documentary didn't show that. Didn't prove that. Um. There's a lot about Mike. Like R. Kelly, right? Like, it's enough. R. Kelly is as big, or not as big, but he's a big, he's big. But he's had these allegations looming and has always had this this suspicious thing about him. And being in all these situations, Mike hasn't necessarily had that. Um, You know, like, people will go on Mike about, you know, paying off shit. But, you know, I've heard plenty of like artists go like I paid that shit because i like it was easier for me to pay that because they just wanted money. And I got plenty of it than to go through this whole fiasco. That guy, um, the main the first one from part one, he was a dancer, one of Mike's dancers, or like he It was like, Oh, that white kid is a great dancer. That little motherfucker was trash. Like, he wasn't no good dancer at all. But uh, Mike befriended him and his family and all this kind of shit and Michael Jackson um, what else happened there? he uh, you know took the kid He, they say like Mike would just pop up at the nigga crib like on the what's up and they would just walk around the neighborhood I can't imagine just being able to walk around the neighborhood with Michael Jackson That's just, that shit is baller, like Michael Jackson, one of the biggest fucking human beings of all time, at that time. Um, But what's interesting is, uh, why am I going with this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the little boy, I mean, the man now, he just, every time he talked about him, it was great. But every time he talked about the allegation, it was very, like, uh, matter of fact. Almost like he's just saying it to say it. This uh, documentary offered no proof. It offered nothing substantial, but a bunch of overhead shots of uh, his uh, homes. Michael Jackson's homes. But it never offered anything substantial. It was like, yeah, he did it, and that was it. Which, you know, as a... You can't... You can't... It's not enough. It's not enough to ride on. Um... The second one almost felt the same way, too. Actually, both of them. Now, here's the part of the problem. Sorry, I'm all over the place. nigga. sick. I'm tired. My joints and shit hurt. But leaving Neverland is four hours of nothing. Slow talking. Slow shots. Slow scenes. It could easily have be been two hours. You know what? Minus all that. Because, put like this. Do I believe Michael Jackson's weird? yes. Is it possible that he could have been fucking with kids? Probably. Uh, do I believe that to be the case today, or did I walk in and walk away feeling any different than I did previously? No. The only thing that I feel that I feel even more about by Michael Jackson, like yo, this nigga's weird as fuck. <laughs> like, like to just pop up at a nigga crib on the casual. there ain't no normal shit when you a big pop pop, pop icon. You know what I mean? Like, to be having long-ass conversations on the normal with reg. Like, come on. But it's like, you know, it's like Prince. Like, I always tell my homie, like, there's certain people, like, you can't imagine doing regular shit. Like, I can't imagine Prince eating chicken nuggets. Imagine Prince eating chicken nuggets. or Or, can you even imagine Michael Jackson uh... Rocking some Nikes, nigga. Some motherfucking phones. You just can't see it. So, like, some of the shit they were saying Mike would do it was like, yo, nigga, this nigga's wild. This nigga's crazy. And then they had a few phone calls, which is kind of funny. Because it's like, this nigga, Mike, Mike, Mike regular. You know what I mean? In terms of this conversation, he was regular as fuck, yo. I do believe Mike Jackson had a fake voice. Because, nigga, some of them recordings was like, yo, this nigga, Mike, got a little bass in this shit. Um, But short of that One thing that I was noticing Throughout the um, Campaign Of leaving Neverland Was Almost everyone talked about This documentary The same exact way And it made me Pretty suspicious Everybody in Everybody that I was Seeing clips of who saw it at Sundance or Whatever was saying the same shit but along with that, I started to notice that some of the info was coming from the same place. BuzzFeed was going out of their way to bury, to not bury, but to uh, promote the fuck out of the negative nature of what was seen here. HBO, uh, uh, several, and it was like, yo, it seems like this, like this is really about to get Mike the fuck out of here. Or something strange. Because only people of a certain. It, it, it almost felt like it was pay for play. Like the Russians got into it. One beautiful thing that I did see or felt. Is this was Mike. Mike, man, as big as he is. Leaving Neverland didn't get as much traction as you would think it would. It didn't move like you think it would have. Which is interesting, cause there's a lot going to that. You about to get rid of Michael Jackson? You would think, you would think, that would be one of the biggest conversations. And it was mild. It wasn't like the R. Kelly conversation. Um, the first when the series other series came out, um, was it Surviving R. Kelly or some shit? But it didn't make as much as many moves, possibly because that bitch is four hours long. And it's slow as fuck. It's not really a good documentary. Um and I also looked at I read I was reading an article that was talking about the filmmaker. And the filmmaker is pretty devious too. He's not as uh even keel as you want a documentary filmmaker to be. Uh, in especially in a situation like this. Then it starts to make sense why there's literally Literally, no evidence, I'll conjecture, and we're just supposed to believe these people. These same people who spend most of the two hours of each documentary loving on Michael Jackson. And that's not to say that psychologically you can't still love your captor and things like that. But Mike's been gone for a very long time. And even after death, they defended him. And then I'm sure something had to happen for them to the about face. Because when they about faced, Things change. And. With at least the first kid from part one. I think it was said that. Uh, um, I can't remember. I can't remember. Mm. Um I can't remember. Fuck it. The second one was just it was what it was, man. It was what it was. It just wasn't enough there, man. I'm 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 trying to figure out. It wasn't a good documentary, first off. It's not the type of shit you would go on Netflix and be like, "Yo, that was a good documentary." Oh, the, the and the filmmaker, I guess he's a, he's one of uh HBO's favorites. He goes out and makes a lot of war films for him and uh things that kind of play with the uh issues that's happening in a war. Um I don't know, I'm tired. I'm you, I'm tired. I'm being honest with you. I took so much shit and I didn't get no sleep last night. I'm about to do this. I'm about to do this. I'm about to go on the tap out, man. I gave y'all a little less than an hour, so I gotta tap out. Um, so make sure you go to Row is Famous on Twitter. Motherfucking um Damn a nigga sick. Uh kind of famous pod on Facebook, K I N D A Famous Pod P O D dot Again, Row is Famous on Twitter. Uh, and, um, let's see. Let me get this song. Let me get this song. Uh, I got a song I'ma play. This song, um, another cat that's on the From the Ground Up web series. The cat that I think is the future of Wichita. Um, I think he the future of Wichita because one, he's, he, he, he got dope-ass bars. Like I say with everybody, I need, I want to see these artists I wanna see these artists perform more. I think he needs to get out there and perform, through shows. Um, we definitely need more music. But here's the shit to me. I ain't he ain't missed yet. He ain't missed yet. And I'm really interested to see what him, Ado and uh Essie Trill puts together in the future. Like, I re honestly I believe the episode that he's in is gonna change everything. And um, at some point, I, I do think I'm going to do something with him. I, I don't know. But just got to polish some things about how he handles shit. But the music is great. The music is great. And people, the artist here gets upset that I say what I say about him. And they think that I haven't heard their music or whatever. But there's two different ways, man. There's way there, there not two different ways, but people are looking, art uh uh listeners, real fans from anywhere. They don't the sound that the town is known for is it is a good sound. Um, but throughout this documentary, we, we hear how many people say it doesn't travel well. It doesn't travel well. And that's you know, it is what it is. You don't need the music to necessarily travel well to make money, be successful and do great things. Um, but I think his music does travel well. I think you can put this kid on a New York record, a West Coast record, a South record, and he'll 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 do his thing. And it's his own and it's a select few of guys who can do that in this town. Um I'm not gonna name I'm not gonna name we're gonna, 'Cause I got we got more of the web series. We'll wait to have the web series before I really get in my bag and really show support, love and all this kind of shit. But the re you know, and part of the reason why I have no problem, you know, speaking his name is because he's in the documentary. If he wasn't, i probably you know, i probably hit him up more direct, more consistently. But because he's in a doc, it shows that, you know, we really fuck with him. And Marcella is his his EP that came out, I think it's like five or six tracks. One of the best projects to come out this year from the town, um, <clears throat> and it's no coincidence to me that the two best projects to come out, two of the best projects to come out last year, come out the same camp, Solid Figures. So, um, um, I I, I do like what I see coming from, a him and to guys. from down here. Pete Take- Young, uh, him, Eighto, Essie Trill, and some of those guys. Gonna, like I said, I know it's gonna make people mad, but I'll give more about what I feel about other people later. But this guy, this guy's the future. People should get behind him, uh, and and he'll he'll be making some some of the best music here in 2019 in Wichita. So, um, Hondro Hundreds got had a new track. He just turned 24, uh, from what I understand, from what I read every year the last four or five years he was in jail this is the first year that he spent his birthday out of jail at 24 and the name of the song by hydro hundreds hundreds hydro hundreds is 24 this is the i'm kind of famous podcast tell you my mind say hi
3: solid up snigger My My shit is tailor fitted. Uh, This is a major difference. Independent, but this pendant costs some major chicken. These is Air Force Ones, these is not JaVinci's. But I custom dipped them. This is custom drippage. I feel like Kobe, they 24 me. I'm sipping slowly, too lit. I want a chocolate bag in the rocks. So pretty was with skinny as toothpicks. Last bitch I had was too thick. Last look I hit was a few bricks. It was me, and MOE, and G5. 18, we flooded the east side. Look, on my mama, you can go and ask. My mama been a hard head since a young age. Say three, let the case be. Put your big homie on the front page. Phone ringing, dope knocking, word clocking, ready rocking, what you want. Jeans sagging, big bragging, bitch bagging that. That's big, bad, huh? Drop, drop six, dirty, Fanta, dirty, Diana. Got, you. Got your bitch butt naked, don't believe in pajamas. We ain't the niggas to play with. We them little niggas that spray shit. Pull up and give you a facelift ah. Feel like Bruce Lee when the k kick. Ah. Hold on, dog see me in there jigging uh. He didn't even know we was tripping uh. Blood dancing with the 30 on him, we ain't worried about no rhythm nah. And he feel like Curry with it, he ain't worried about no distance see? He shoot like Robert Horry with it, we ain't worried about no miss. Game. Real niggas in here getting paid, we ain't worried about no niggas Say it
2: again,
3: real niggas in here getting paid, we ain't worried about no niggas Pop up the jeweler on the cooler, got a nigga dripping Ice. 24 on a broke hoe, big hondro, solid 50 Nigga, yeah Bitch, nigga, 24, 24 Hey, big hondro, yeah, fuck, bitch, bitch, nigga,
2: bitch, bitch, bitch,
3: bitch,
0: yeah It's payday, fellas <laughs> So, in light of you being kind of famous now I'm kind of famous. Who the hell is she now?